Hey everyone, welcome back to the Jamie Star Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. So my guest today is one of the stars of the national tour of the hit Broadway musical, Town. My guest today is Cecilia Trepidy. Were you a Charlie Brown, like, fan or like did you know were you, did you watch it like annually like growing up oh yeah my family and I love the the Charlie Brown specials especially the holiday ones um I think yeah I do I just I just watched Charlie Brown Christmas by myself on tour um but no they're so cute I loved it and I loved getting to do Sally that was actually my first um my first professional job I was in college. I think it was after my sophomore year of college, so I was probably like 20 years old. Um, but it was a super fun, that show and Into the Woods were like my first professional professional gig. Um, but yeah, I, I love Charlie Brown. Oh, same. They're so cute. They are. All of them. I mean, there's not one that isn't absolutely adorable. <laughs> I mean, even Pigpen. I mean, Pigpen's even adorable. Oh, yes. I agree. What did you love about bringing the Charlie Brown characters or like being part of a show where you got to bring them to life? Oh my gosh. Just think back in my mind. Um, I mean, it was just fun because it was just a goofy show. I think my favorite part about that show was how small the cast was. There were only six of us. Um, And then we had, I think two covers. Um, But yeah, I think just bringing those characters to life with the other five people on stage, I think, I mean, it's definitely the smallest show I've ever done. Yeah. Um, was super fun to interact with everybody and just be able to be larger than life. Yeah. There's only six of you. Who? What characters did you bring to, did you have in the show? Charlie Brown, Sally, obviously Charlie Brown, Sally, because mm-hmm. you were Sally, Lucy, Linus, and Schroeder. And Snoopy. And Snoopy. I was going to say, if you didn't have Snoopy, like, you need to have Charlie Brown and Snoopy in order to have a Peanuts yes. show. Yeah, so those were the six, and we had, like, one female swing and one male swing. That's so cool. Oh, I would love to see, like, a live version of Charlie Brown done live. It's a lot of fun. It looks like a lot of fun. Has Into the Woods been a musical that you've always loved? Um, No. I never really got into it until I did the show. I, like, knew what it was, and I knew... It's, like, still... I love Act 1 of Into the Woods. I think it's super fun. And then Act 2, I think, personally, gets a little weird, and it gets a little ballady. Um, But I love the show now, and I would love to do it now, and I'm sad that I was never in the city to see it on Broadway. Um, So, yeah, I didn't really know exactly what it... All the ins and outs of it until I did it, but... It was hard. Like, it's a hard show musically, I think, for a lot of people. Um, and again, it was it was super different from Charlie Brown, right? So you have, like, that six-person cast, and then Into the Woods is, like, probably 20 people. Yeah. Um, and that was also in a different venue that was in, like, their big opera house that they have up in Utah. Um, so definitely a different vibe. Like, I had a bunch of costumes, and they, like, weighed a million pounds. Um so it was cool being able to do those shows in tandem because they were so different. Um, 
but yeah, I never got super in, into Into the Woods until I did the show, but now I really enjoy it. It's probably not my favorite song time, um, but I love the music. I think the music is wonderful. It is, and it looks like such a challenging show to do. Yeah, it definitely, my brain had to be on, like, when we were learning music especially i remember your fault was an interesting one i was little red so it was she just has a lot of like random interjections and our our conductor was very um very specific that we like sing the ink like we sing what's on the page yeah um, which is hard when you have all these cast recordings of people doing what they did um, yeah so kind of relearning and I mean that's important for like auditioning too. Is like you usually want to sing what's what's on the page unless it says otherwise. Um, so that was definitely like a valuable lesson in kind of rewiring your brain to be like, okay, this is what it is actually written as. Yeah. Let's try and sing it like that first, and then we can see if we want to change it. What part of the show made you feel the most like Little Red when you're in during the Little Red segments of the show? Um, I love the, I have to remember, um, I haven't thought about the show so long. I loved the opening with, like, just the skipping and the taking of the food and the, like, singing with the food in your mouth. And, like, they obviously gave me real cookies that I got to eat every night. Um, Were they good cookies? They were good. They were, like, sugar cookies. They were very good. Um... So yeah, I mean, that was just, it was very fun. I liked skipping around um, her, like, smaller moments. Her song is fine, like, yeah. her, I don't remember what that song is called. Um, but the, like, kind of smaller, like, funny moments of Little Red were definitely, definitely my favorite. Yeah, plus Little Red in Angel of the Woods is a lot more sassy mm-hmm. than, like, in Little Red Riding Hood. Oh, yeah. Well, she's a teenager. Like, I very much played her as, like, well, I don't know. I would say a teenager. Maybe, like, a... I think I played her more as, like, a 12-year-old. Yeah. Um, and I was 20 at the time. So that kind of coming-of-age um, part of life. Yeah. Sure. And I would definitely, like, categorize Little Red as, like, a coming-of-age character. Yes. 100%. What do you enjoy... Or what... Yeah, what do you enjoy most about doing iconic musicals like Chorus Line and Mamma Mia and The Sound of Music? Um, what I like most? I mean, The Sound of Music is very near and dear to my heart. Um, I, like, watched it growing up. I loved being able to do it at uh, MTW. But I think those, like, types of Golden Age musicals are cool to come back to, um because they're I mean they're old like they're old but they're still relevant and that's like a lot of Rodgers and Hammerstein um is like they're they're not almost 100 years old at this point but like they're pretty old um but the messages that they bring to the forefront of the show and obviously the music is stunning it will always be stunning um but like sound of music specifically like looking at that looking at South Pacific and like doing those classic shows now like they're gonna mean something different whenever you do them and that show means something different to everyone in the audience at always oh absolutely Um, but I think those like golden age ones specifically are cool to come back to especially at different political times and different times in the in the world um 
Let me see the other one. Uh, chorus line I wanted to do for so long. Um, I swung a chorus line. I was a cut dancer when I did I did a summer at Music Theater Wichita when I was in college, and I was Trisha. So, like, the one cut dancer who sings in the opening number. And then I covered Maggie and Val. And MTW is, like, a summer a summer theater, and they do – it's wild. But, like, you learn the show in, like, less than a week, and then you do the show for a week, and while you're doing that show, you're learning another show. Oh, wow. Um, so we only did, like, ten performances of a chorus line, so I kind of knew that I was not going to go on. Um, especially because the people I was covering were also, like, in love with the show, and, like, it was so important to them that they'd stayed healthy and whatever, and luckily we didn't have any injuries. Um, so, like, none of the covers ever went on. I went on during rehearsal, mm-hmm. but I kind of knew I was, like, I'm a cut dancer, and, like, this is my life. Like, if I was doing a regional gig or, like, a tour, like, I would know, or not know, but be more prepared mentally to, like, be like I will be able to do this and I still learned my stuff but I had a feeling I was like I don't think this is gonna come to fruition and that's okay yeah um but because of that I got to like be in the show and like watch other people do the show I was like I really love to do this um so it was really really special for me when I got to do that last year um I guess it was last year at this point um especially with Biarkley um we did not do it with Biarkley at MTW we did it with Firework in Atlanta. Um, so, that, I mean, that's really cool. Like, talk about, like, not that, of course, I was, like, a classic show, but an older show with the original cast member, like, doing, yeah. again, like, yeah. the original choreography. Um, and it's kind of similar to what I was speaking on with Into the Woods of, like, <clears throat> here's how the a chorus line has been morphed throughout the years but this is what it is. Mm-hmm. And like, she was very much like a truist to Michael Bennett's choreography and like what they learned. And like, this is what it is, which like can be frustrating, especially from like an acting perspective. Like there was not a lot of liberties that anybody could really take. Yeah. She was very set on like, this is why Michael did this. So we're going to do this. Like, mm-hmm. this is why I do the show. Like I want to share this show, like as it was meant to be done with everyone yeah which is great it's just different um and different than what I was used to um but valuable in its own right yeah so that was awesome I think I personally felt a little stifled by it um and not that I wouldn't do it again but it didn't live up to like I think I had built it up in my mind of like this perfect show and like it is it's an incredibly special show yeah like, especially for dancers like it's very special doing it with Byrock was special. I made a lot of great friends on that contract. Mm-hmm. Um, but it felt very robotic to me and like, and now I'm going to move here and like the numbers, like the number line in front of the stage. Um, it's iconic. Like we all had, we all had packets of like on this line move to seven and a quarter. Like it was the most specific blocking I had ever received um and it's like on this word like turn your body slightly this way like it was literally like the original show to a t oh wow as much as it could have been um but again extremely valuable like learning something like that um and like with Byork, with all her companies of a chorus line you do her warm-up which is like 
over an hour long and it's like everybody does the warm-up every single day before the show there is no music with the warm-up it is just everyone counting out loud for an hour oh wow doing like sit-ups and push-ups and like flexibility exercises so that you can like have the stamina to do the show um so it was definitely like a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for me and again like with a show that is as iconic as that is it was very cool to do it in its original staging with an original cast member um but again just different than like especially in school if you're like doing a a play or like a contemporary musical theater show like you're gonna be able to like have certain liberties depending on who the director is or like how do you feel here like does it feel right to move on this line like there was none of that like it was like you move here on this you look here on this this is how this line needs to be delivered blah 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 right um again Valuable, different and valuable in its own right. Yeah. What was the last one you said? Mamma Mia. Oh, Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia was just fun. We did it, like, it was the first show I did, like, after COVID. It was not after COVID. It was 2021, like, early 2021. Yeah. But it was, like, my first show back um, since the shutdown, I guess. Um, That was, I mean, that show was just very special to me. It was, like, a very special group of people. Um, I'm actually going to a wedding on Saturday of like a friend who I met there. Oh, that's I so met cool. my partner on that show. We were Sophie and Sky in Mamma Mia and now we're both on Hades Town together. Um Yeah, it was that was just a, that's like a very special show and it was only four weeks. Like it was very fast. There was only one week of shows because we were outside. Like we had to do the show outside. Right. We had no orchestra because we couldn't because of COVID. And the ensemble could not sing because of COVID. So, like, we had recorded vocals for the ensemble. We were singing to tracks, which, like, I hadn't done in so long. Yeah. Uh, And it was weird because it's, like, not normal, but, like, we were very much not in a normal time. So, again, like, being able to adapt to that. And, like, I was so glad I got to sing. Like, I was one of the only people who, like, was able to sing live. It was, Um, it was, like, a basically, like, a COVID-modified version of Mamma Mia. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it was the only way we could do it. Right. Even, yeah. Because of the even, times that we right. were in. And like, even my being hired was so, it was, it was just very crazy. It was very serendipitous. And like, they had other people hired for those roles. And then like equity didn't approve the show at first. So they had to, I was non-union at the time. So they had like less than a week to find a non-union Sophie and Sky. And I didn't even audition for the part. Like, they just knew my agent, and they asked him, and they were like, we need a Sophie and a Sky. Like, can you send us people? Um, And they just, like, looked at my website, and I got the offer. And my partner as well, like, he had to send in a tape, but it was a similar situation. Yeah. Like, here, can you put yourself on tape? And, like, we both got the call, and, like, three days later, we were in Georgia Mm -hmm. um, doing the show. So, yeah, it was wild. That show is very special to me, but it's just such a, it's such a blast, like, and doing it, like, in the springtime outside. Oh, yeah. In, like, an amphitheater was so fun. What was your yeah. personal intro to Hadestown? <laughs> Hadestown? Well, so my boyfriend booked the show before I did. So I was doing, while I was doing a chorus line he booked the show and he was like supposed to come see me in, in course line and come for my birthday. And like, he couldn't come anymore. He was like, I just booked Hades town. Like I have to be out on the road in like a week and a half. Um, and I, we saw the show, I think in January of 2021. 
and we liked it and we like had a lot to say about it but like we really enjoyed the show um and i had i'd always really liked the album but i never it was never like my favorite like i never got super into hades town Mm-hmm. Um, I think honestly, like I was just like, I'll never be in this. Like I am not cool enough to be in this show. Like everyone in the show is so cool, and like I just, I don't, I never, I never saw myself in the show. Yeah. Um, but he booked it, and then like a couple weeks later, I got a self tape request for a swing who like covers the fates of right. workers. Right. So then I started learning the material and I was like, oh, this is really cool. And I was like, covering the fates would be so cool. Like, I love learning music and like singing different voice parts. And like, that is just so fun to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, oh, this is so awesome. Like, I'm going to learn. At that time, I was going in for a fate one and two cover. So like the soprano and the mm-hmm. mezzo. And I, I, you only had to film one, but I filmed both parts because I wanted to learn both. And yeah. It. I was I sang the material and I was like oh I really like this like this is really fun and really cool and like I love the style of the music and whatever mm-hmm. so I sent the tapes in and I didn't get it but my agents were like the team loves you like they're obsessed with you you're on like their list for next time like the team absolutely loves you and like I've never I've never gotten a message like that from my agents before regarding other than like there are a couple shows I've been in for like all the time mm-hmm. that like I just when I see something like go out and like I'll probably get a yeah tape for this whatever um but yeah she was like they loved you like they're putting you on their short list for next time like amazing work and of course I was sad I was like oh, it would be so cool to like be on tour with Antonio and mm-hmm. whatever but I was like that's okay um but yeah and then I like went out to LA and saw him in the show um before I was in it I was like just there as his partner and like I was working remotely at the time and I lived out in LA with him for like a month and a half ish while they were there saw the show a couple times I got to see him so he's also a swing yeah covers the workers and Orpheus so I got to see him go on as Orpheus I saw him as workers I kind of got to know some of the other actors in the show um but I was I would watch the show and I'm like oh the show's so good like I would love to be in this like this is awesome um and then I went back to New York he was like just stay in California with me I'm like I have to go back to the city like I have to live my own life yeah um so I went back to New York and then they wanted to hire a vacation swing for the show and I was like okay I'm definitely gonna get called in for this but it was for covering all three of the fates not just the first two Mm -hmm. um so I was like okay and it's so I felt so much pressure I'm like I know they like me like I know I'll probably make it pretty far will I get it like it would be so cool to be on tour with him and like do this awesome show and whatever and like that whole audition process was nuts um but yes to answer your question we saw the show a year ago um and then he was really my first introduction because I didn't didn't know it my first audition was my like first introduction to the show and it's so good as a swing, how often do you, would you say on the course of an eight-show week, how many of the eight shows would you say you're on for? Oh, my God. It totally depends. But with this show specifically, because it is so taxing, I mean, I was on four shows last week, and then there there have also been weeks where I've been on for, like, six or seven shows. There uh-huh. are weeks where I'm on for two. 
I'm always on. There has only been one week in the last six months that I have not gone on the stage. Wow. Um, yeah, and I think that is very unique for Hades Town specifically because I know Broadway is Hades Town Broadway is very similar mm-hmm. where the swings are on all the time. And have you seen the show? Yes. So everyone's on stage like the whole time. Pretty much. Like, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much the whole time. In the second act, people kind of go back and forth. Yeah. Like specifically in the first act, especially like the fates, like they do, they leave the stage during the first act for, I think we had like a 15 second, like, I was going to say, what is it? 15, round. 20 seconds at the most. Yeah. Like we go backstage, we get water and then we enter from another spot. Like, yeah. and it's just so physically taxing to do the show. And I think that's why it's also a, like a smaller show. So people depend on one another a lot. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I would say on average, like, probably three times a week if I were to, like, average everything out. But it just depends. Like, and since this tour has been out for over a year now, like, coming up on a year and a half, like, people are taking vacations. Like, everyone gets, like, a week of vacation every six months. Right. If you choose to take it. So, like, people take vacations. People can take, <clears throat> if it's approved, like, a leave of absence. So, like, if they book a short-term, like, regional show, or, like, they want to do, like, a reading in the city, like, they can apply to, like, leave the show for six weeks or eight weeks and then come back. Um, we've unfortunately had a handful of people out with injuries, um, which has been incredibly unfortunate, but, like, is just the reality of, like, dancing in a show eight times a week. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Like, it's winter, so people are getting sick. Like, it's just it's always it's always the perfect storm of like personal days and yeah. injuries and sickness and whatever for sure um but yeah i would say probably three times a week but i do think that this show specifically is a bit different than other shows yeah and that's why i i do really like swinging the show because i'm all like i always go on stage like it's just are you a, are you a fade or a worker well right and like last week i think i did three different tracks in like four days or something oh, wow. um i'm definitely mostly on for the workers um but i mean i'm on for the fates of that too it's it's a mixed bag but i am on very frequently and i think all of my fellow swings would would say the same that they're on a, a very good amount what do you like more going on as a fate or a worker fate absolutely the workers are so hard <laughs> it's so hard to do that like there's a section in act one that's like you go from like once you get to living it up it's like okay like for the next like 30 minutes like we're just going in you have living it up and then you have way down Hades down and then you do the quick change into chant and like those three numbers are like the big dance numbers chant isn't really a dance I kind of think of chant as like a workout and like when I'm doing it I'm like okay yeah we're just gonna go really hard for like the next six minutes because that song is long yeah um but yeah, being a worker is just honestly harder for me. Like physically, it is a harder thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also just prefer being a fake because there's just more individuality to it. The workers are really fun when they're above ground, um, like in living it up and mm-hmm. way down. Like you can kind of have come home with me and wedding song are really fun, right? Because you can be an individual, but like once you go down and become like a worker. Yeah, once you once you put those overalls on, it's like a whole right. It's like okay, now I'm like a robot, which is fine, and like we still like 
have a good time together, but there's no, like, there's no individuality to that. Right. Like, that it really is the point that, like, nobody's home. Yeah. Um, but the fates are just so fun. Like, you have your moments. I think that track is so cool because it's a principal track, technically. Um, but, like, you're in a group, which is always really fun. And, like, yeah. you have your moments in the sun. But, like, you you don't have to sing a whole song by yourself. Yeah. So, I love being fate. I think being fate is more fun. <laughs> Does the whistle sound ever, like, get annoying to you? You're like, ugh, again. No, I don't think so. I like pulling. Fate three will like pull the whistle, um, at the beginning of at the beginning of Act two after Our Lady. Um, but no, I like the whistle. It does. It has. It hasn't gotten annoying to me yet. <laughs> what is something that has surprised you about being on tour? It's really hard, um, especially with this tour and like I would assume all CETA tours. So there's like different like rankings of equity tours specifically um and we are a short engagement touring something so like we're usually only in a city for a week and like that's the shortest amount like in terms of equity that like you can like we have to be here for a week like we don't do like one-nighters or like right right right. a week in two different places um but even that like coming to a hotel and you're there for a week so you like unpack but then like Sunday turns every Sunday turns into like okay well now I have to pack my life up again and then Mondays are always travel days which is just like okay now I'm going to the airport we're gonna get on the bus and then we're gonna get off the bus and then we're gonna check our luggage and then we're gonna fly and then we're gonna get back on the bus like yeah it's it's hard not having like any semblance of home because you're switching so much um and again I'm very lucky because my partner is here so like we live together and we've gotten Airbnbs a lot lately rather than staying in the company hotels which has really helped um but the constant traveling and the constant change like sometimes I feel like I don't even have enough time to explore the city that we're in for the week like Mm -hmm. we're in rehearsal which we are a lot um and like my favorite cities that we've been in, I think are my favorite cities because we've been there for longer than a week. Right. And it's usually only been like two weeks. We have like a three week engagement in Cleveland coming up um, in February that I just cannot wait for to like be able to like actually unpack my stuff and like yeah. live life a little bit more than usual. Um, but yeah, like it's it's hard. Like it's really hard. Like being away from everyone you know, like <laughs> all the time, and like you're. And I'm very lucky because this group of people here is really awesome, and like I've made some really great friends. And, yeah, like, we definitely all support each other, but people call them like the tour blues of just like I don't have a home base. Like I'm just floating around and. Yeah. It can get hard and it can get lonely. Um, so I think, like, the the mental challenges of being a human on tour are, for me, the hardest part. Yeah. So what was the first Broadway show you ever saw? I didn't go to New York until I was 18 and I went with the Jimmy Awards. Um, so I went in 2016 um, I won the like best actress in Illinois or whatever oh. um, for the Illinois High School Musical Theater Award. So I got to go to New York for free um, 
to do the jimmies which was awesome so my first broadway show was actually on your feet because they were like that was like the show we were seeing for free Mm -hmm. um the like show that they were letting all the jimmies kids go to and i had actually already seen on your feet because it did i grew up in chicago um and a lot of shows do their like pre right they're out of town tryouts in chicago yeah Right. So I had seen that when it was out of town. So I'm like, I've already seen the show. I don't want this to be my first Broadway show ever. How, like, unoriginal of me, whatever. But that was the first Broadway show I ever saw was On Your Feet. And I think in that week, I also went to go see An American in Paris and Waitress with I love Wait- Jesse Mueller. I love Waitress. I love Waitress. It's my third, it's Waitress. My third favorite musical. <laughs> it's, yeah. I love Waitress. I saw it with Jesse Mueller and then... I was actually able to see it's like reopening with Sarah Bareilles. Oh, that's post, cool. Post pandemic, I saw the opening night show. It was very, very magical. Um, but yes, Jimmy's took me to Honor Feet on Broadway. And that was my first Broadway show I ever saw. Are you more of a dog person or a cat person? I'm not really an animal person. I get that question a lot, and I am just I'm not a big animal person. If I had to pick, I would probably say a dog. Um, You'll you'll tolerate yeah. them, but you're. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I would never get an animal of my own fruition, and yeah. like my boyfriend really wants a dog, and like I'm fine with that, and like it'll be fine. But yeah. I would never get an animal on my own. I don't think. How do you like? How do you like to make time go by on nights that when you're not on? That's a good question. We have a puzzle table that we travel. One of the crew members very kindly travels this for us. But it's, like, it's a foldable puzzle table that has, like, drawers. Yeah. And, like, a... I don't even know what the material is. Um, But, yeah, we do puzzles. And we have so many puzzles, like, in our trunk. We got so many puzzles for Christmas. Um, But it makes time fly. Like, we just sit at either end of the table and we, like, have our own jobs. We do our puzzles. And, like, sometimes the other swings will come and join us and, like, puzzle with us. That's cool. Uh, but I have a whole, like, highlight reel on my story of, like, all the puzzles that we've done. That's um, cool. Or on my Instagram. Puzzles. Puzzles are the best. Uh, did you know who Anais Mitchell was before Hadestown? No. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, same. Would you rather play Eurydice or Persephone for one night only? Persephone. She's so fun. I would just love, I love Our Lady. I love the opening of Act 2. I think it is so fun. Um, yeah. Eurydice is cool. Like, yeah. to just be a sad girl. I feel like I'm a sad girl in real life, so. Yeah. I think it, I would think it would be fun to be, like, the life of the party. Yeah. What is your favorite fruit? Uh, grapes. Green grapes. Oh, I'm a, I'm, a pur- I'm a red, purple grape person, but I, I get you. I get you. <laughs> I'll eat whatever, but green grapes. Who is an artist that is on your playlist that people would kind of be surprised that you actually, like, listen to? That's a really good question. Um, I love listening to Dean Martin when I'm, like, cooking. I don't really cook anymore on tour, but, like, I would love to listen to, like, I had, like, a crooner playlist, and I would love to listen to that when I, like, cooked in New York of, like, Dean and, like, Frank Sinatra and Ella Fitzgerald, um... And, like, Tony Bennett. I love that Tony Bennett Lady Gaga album. Oh, great album. Um, but I love, like, old-time-y, like, crooner jazz. Yeah. Do you normally eat breakfast in the morning? It's not morning, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
Do you have and do you have any go-to accessories that you wear? Are you like a jewelry person, a hat person, things like that? I always wear little gold hoops every day. Um I would that and like I do I I want to get a new necklace, but I have this like gold like two double necklace that I wear all, every day. Um yeah, I think those are the things I really wear every day. My earrings and my necklace. And what is a fun fact that not a lot of people know about you? Oh, I love this one. I My mom was on Oprah Ooh. when I was a kid. She was, like, chosen for this. It was, like, a Barry Manilow fan contest. That's awesome. And my mom and my aunt submitted, and, like, they were told that they were an honorable mention. So, like, Oprah gave them a gift card to go get their hair done. But it was a surprise because Barry Manilow was there and they actually won. So, like, my mom is on and my aunt are on Oprah. There's, like, a video of them being surprised by Barry Manilow in a hair salon. And then, like, they got invited to the show. And, like, I remember a limo, like, coming to pick my mom up. I think I was in the second grade. That's cool. Um, But, yeah, my mom was on Oprah. That's cool. Once again, I've been speaking with Cecilia Trippity from the national tour of the hit Broadway musical Hadestown. I will see you all on my next episode where I'm chatting with Logan Floyd from the national tour of the Broadway musical Chicago.